dads out there and hello to all our moms this is the fade you podcast i've got a podcast full of dads here with me and we're going to talk some nfl football today this is our friday nfl week six preview week six already uh my name is matthew james i have uh the married dad recently married chris duke chris how's married life good man it's nice to Come home and have a beautiful person waiting, maybe make you a cocktail, make you some some uh, nice lentil stew when it's cold outside after you play a softball game. It's nice, man. It sounds nice. Joe, is this a is this a new Chris? <laughs> no. He's <laughs> he's gonna give it a he'll he'll be pissed off like everybody else in about two weeks. <laughs> he'll be back to normal. <laughs> like everyone. <laughs> Be back to normal. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know who this is talking right now. Uh, Kmart, how? What are you up to? I am heading to the happiest place on earth. So they With say. The so they say. And so they say, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll some, see how happy I am. <laughs> some say that, but I think that was before all of the goddamn people that are there all the time. So. Next, uh, we're waiting for Neil. We're trying to get Neil. Do we have the bucket boy? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Oh, we got him. Perfect. I'm now we can here. have a pod. I'm, I apologize. I, I, so I am actually up in Big Bear Lake, California. I love it here. I grew up here. Um, only problem with Big Bear is uh, the cell reception is not always the greatest. So dialed in, but off and running. What a, I, I love it here. Beautiful. That'll be a great weekend up there. Yeah. Well, let's talk some NFL football. Uh, I'm the only one that had the balls to put the Eagles in the contest this week. So thanks, Den, for coming in. Thanks, Eagles, for that clutch two-point conversion. I went from down 28-7 and being dead but with the A, and uh, it came through. Who, who else was watching? I mean, we had I had two screens on. Obviously, I had the Dodger-Giants game on, and then I had the Thursday night game on. Who, who knew they were going for two? Come on. I mean, I started wondering if they would because you you see it happening when teams are down 14 because I think they're just kind of going for the win because with the 10-minute in overtime, you've just seen so much fluke shit. I think they just try to get it out of the way early because, I mean, there were still five minutes left. It's just become a norm. Yeah, a lot of the long, young coaches like Sirianni are doing that shit now. I, I agree with it. I mean, statistically, it's the right move, so – you know, I like anything that's aggressive and keeps kickers, punters off the fucking field is good with me. Yeah, and, and Chris, you know Vegas was uh, enjoying that one as well. I'm sure they had a nice result on the Eagles covering last night. Oh, yeah. They've been – they keep getting uh, cited a lot when it lands on those key numbers of someone lay six and a half and maybe got seven and a half early, so I'm sure they're glad it didn't land on seven. So we all had a rough contest week last week. I think every single one of us was under 500. We had uh, Kyle and I went one, three and one. Cause we just like a couple of morons were sweating out the end of that Packers Bengals kick fest. Oh, my God. 
that was rough. Uh, the other dads went two and three. Chris, you needed the Colts to come through for you on wedding night to just get two and three. So uh, luckily you salvaged a little bit. What was a really rough week for everybody? Yeah, it was bad. We all got fucked on the Panthers or at least three of us had a big lead and a few turnovers, a, a block punt. That'll do it to you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, thank God Texans came through. Davis Mill pulls his cog out for us, uh, big home dogs. But, yeah, just couldn't uh, c- couldn't put together a quality contest week. Hopefully we all turn it around this week. And, Joe, four of them, I'm the only one who was not on the Niners. The rest of you all were. Luckily, they're on a bye this week, so no one has to pick them again. What do you expect from that team coming out of the bye? Fuck, I don't know, man. I, I didn't <laughs> really know. I didn't watch the game. I was too getting too busy getting erect with Christopher, so I wasn't really paying attention to give you a good thing. But it's just criminal that uh, I went two and three. Could have easily had with the Niners. Should have got that one. The Browns, fucking criminal. We didn't get that one against the Chargers. And obviously the Donkeys had a chance, first and goal, down eight, to uh, tie it up. And, you know, Teddy Two Cox fucked up. So, you know. It's all good. That's about that's so that's the contest right there. I could have easily been four and one or five and oh, but nope, two and three. We, we talked about it weeks ago when this was getting started. And I think, Kyle, we brought up all the pushes that you and I had in our successful contest entry a couple of years ago that we finished tied for 38th. A couple of things go our way, we'll probably tie for 20th. Uh, it's literally thousands of dollars worth of a difference there. And I mean, oh. shit, you need the breaks. Yeah, yeah none of us got them last week i mean that's just the way it goes i mean kind of like joseph i mean i i don't know if it's criminal but the fact not one of those games went our way that's what's criminal like you know two ten double digit leads blown niners kind of dicking around trey lance looking more raw than i think i ever could have imagined in our preseason talks it's just quite baffling what happened last week but I learned to live another week. More raw than Chris's dong on his wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. I was sitting on that one, too. As soon as Kyle said that, I was like, oh, we've got a guy who's been married for like four days. Insert the raw jokes here. Set it up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Before the podcast gets uh, removed from the airwaves. Let's talk about some games. Uh, Joe, even though we all struggled, you still found a way to, to go two and three. You're, you're still pacing the group. So give me a game that you're looking at for this weekend. Yeah, we just finalized our five. So I'm not super in love with it. I loved the ones last week. So that meant I was going to fucking lose and have all the bad luck. This week, I'm not in love with anything much, which means I'll probably go four and one again because we're really good at that. I mean, I love uh, the Ravens minus two and a half. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, I think the Chargers are a square dog, West Coast team traveling east. And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of, of firing favorites in this contest, but this one I'm going to pick, you know, I think the Ravens are going to beat the Chargers by more than a field goal, especially it's only two and a half in the contest. So maybe they're begging you to take the Ravens, but we all know that uh, the Chargers are going to be a square dog in that one. Oh, they are. I'm And I'm on the Chargers. And... Chris, you were uh, you were on Twitter asking Applebaum about this, and we had another guy that commented. But what are your thoughts on this one? I guess for me personally, I know they're square, and I I know it, but I'm tired of 
I'm tired of keeping winners out of my contest because I think they're square. Where are you at on this one, Chris? Right. Yeah. And that's what Applebaum said back to me. He said, yeah, he knows that the, you know, it is a popular play, but his short dog system and uh, he likes Herbert. I think Herbert's like six and two or something like that as a dog. So he likes that. Um, you know, it's kind of a clash of the systems here. Fade the fade the Trinity dog slash ride a sharp, um, you know, small road dog. So just, you know, this is one I think we might end up staying away from just because of that. I do side with, I think that uh, they both had, they both had hell of a matchup last week, you know, toe to toe, both went uh, one team scoring 40. The other's got to play in overtime. So I think we might leave this one out, but uh, it's cool that you and Joe both, both like find winners on each side clash of the dads neil let's get you in here on this one and some of the narratives you'll hear with uh the baltimore side is that this is a team on short rest that played on monday night you'll also hear that this is a team that played not only on monday night but went to overtime on monday night and so therefore they're on short rest and you're also going to hear the narrative that joe mentioned about a west coast team traveling east how much should people put into narratives like that that have to do with rest and travel. Yeah, I almost think that you can sort of write the two sort of negate each other, right? The Baltimore, Baltimore gets to stay home right off the Monday night, which I think is important. They didn't have any travel, so they get back-to-back home games off their travel. You do have the West Coast team that's now going east. But, I mean, I think that was part of the handicap that I, I think we were kind of all wrong with initially where – that we saw and thought the same thing with, you know, opening week after Oakland had that overtime game and then had to travel to Pittsburgh and they just straight up dominated Pittsburgh in that game. Um, so I think that the two would kind of offset, you can sort of throw them both out. The thing that has me scared about this game is sort of just the, the, the biggest discrepancy in pro- of special teams play in probably all of the NFL, right? San Diego, or sorry, the LA Chargers, cannot kick a field goal for the past seven years it feels like they can't do anything neil they can't kick extra points you can't kick extra points. an extra point they right. missed four they, extra points already they can't do anything and then on the other side you have justin tucker the greatest field goal kicker to ever probably ever walk the planet um you know the, so the two and a half has me sort of concerned in that I want to lean Baltimore, but I think going back to what we started the pod with, with Philadelphia, I, I, the Chargers absolutely are going to be a team that just goes for it on, you know, after they score a touchdown. Um, it's one of those that I don't have a good feeling because of that, that this thing could land on two because of a two point conversion. Um, I would be interested to get your guys' take. I, I, to the fact that I don't necessarily like the Chargers minus two and a half, but I love the Chargers as part of, as part of a teaser and getting them plus eight and a half because I don't think there's any way that Baltimore is going to keep the chargers out of the end zone. And I don't see how the chargers lose by over eight and a half. I think chargers eight and a half is, should be part of any teaser and was already part of one of mine that I have. It's part of with um, Tampa Bay just getting a win last night. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. That's sharp. I'm sure that that'll be a very popular teaser option for, the people who know what they're doing when they bet teasers, teasing the teams up through three and seven. Let's move on and let's get to some more games. Uh, Chris, you also went two and three, so we'll throw it over to you next. Who do I like 
Yeah, just give us another game you're interested in. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like uh, all of us dads on Team uh, Smelly Poop are kind of leaning uh, towards the Browns. Um, you know, uh, Arizona, hard-fought defensive battle against the Niners coming over there, 5-0 and team. Browns lost a heartbreaker against the Chargers. Um, we'll see. I know some sharps hit it at two and a half. It's three in the contest. There's some buyback. I know there's some good double way action on that one. Um, and then I know we're probably, it's disgusting. Uh, it is standing in front of a fucking bullet train, but we're going to probably put um, the teams that has tit in it and go with the Titans against the Bills on prime time. Music City Miracle, uh, Let's Go Titans. Everyone and their mom, including Den, will be on Buffalo. See if we can cover the plus six in the contest. Two games definitely worth touching on. Kyle, I know you're really into the Browns this week, too. Anything else to add from what Chris said about that game? Yeah, I mean, I definitely like that opening line. When I first saw minus two and a half, I bet that very quickly. Um, you know, a little, little bit of a fade spot with Arizona being 5-0. and You know, I love them this season coming out of the West. But, I mean, it's not like I thought they were going to, you know, run away with it. Um, saw, the, saw the weather factor as well. Definitely want to take the team that has the slightly better defense. Also, with the running game, I know they have some question marks with Chubb and Hunt with some knee and wrist injuries sounds pretty pathetic for Kareem Hunt. He's got a pretty good, uh, pretty good kicking foot, but um, yeah, I mean, Browns, you know, you can call me a little square on this take, but they could be five and L. I mean, they, they look very good. Not too sure what happened in the second half yesterday or yesterday on Sunday, but you know, that stuff's going to happen. I know defensively they got a little nicked up, but you know, I, I expect them in a field goal game at home. Arizona has, you know, a few COVID issues to, uh, you know, be able to, no pun intended, run away with this thing in that weather. Joe, uh, maybe a, th- a thought on the Titans. Chris is right. Dennis will, Dennis made, uh, he's been winning on the Bills a lot. So he's going to go right back to the well in that primetime Monday night football matchup. Uh, make the case for people just like Chris said, standing in front of the train and going against Buffalo. Uh, dude, public fade. I mean, everybody and their fucking mom is going to fire Buffalo. I got fucking 75% of the bets on the bills and 87% of the money. So who do you think the casinos need? They need the tit hands mm-hmm. as Chris called them. So, I mean, yeah, who gives a shit, man? It, it, we're just looking at numbers here. At some point, we're going to start cashing a lot more bets than we have been because Den has just been sucking out. But, like, this is 100% Den's going to be on Buffalo. I think the Titans is not a bad play. I was trying to sell it to Jared, but we couldn't get get to that point. But I think, uh, yeah, I think there's value on the Titans plus five and a half, even though Chris thinks that's a dead number. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, why not? I mean, Titans, they can run the ball, right? They can shorten that game and, and keep Josh Allen off the field. But who knows, man? I mean, it's just a public fade. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah, they'll just need a couple red zone stops to be in there. And 
I mean, teams just haven't been able to hold Buffalo to field goals. I mean, they've been just scoring so many touchdowns. Just ask the Chiefs. So, yeah, that's one. I mean, that has Dennis last last game for the Bills against the Chiefs. He went over, and then he went Bills first quarter, first half full. He'll do the same thing again. So <laughs> be ready for that. All right, let's take a quick break. On the other side, we'll get uh, we'll get Kmart and Neil to talk about a couple games too and uh, give you guys a nice little week six preview here. So we'll be right back with that. All right, we're back. Neil, let's throw it to you. Why don't you uh, give us something on a game we haven't talked about yet? So I think I'm going against one of my dads here, um, but I'm going to sort of dip back in the well and I'm going to take and lay five and take the Pittsburgh Steelers this week going against Seattle. Um, I, you know, I think when you have a backup quarterback come in like Gino did last week, you know, if you, if they're competent, you know, a defense just hasn't schemed for you in that regard. Uh, And, you know, Pittsburgh did enough last week against what should have been a good D, you know, what everyone thought to be a good defense. Pittsburgh did enough uh, to, to get past Denver. Uh, You got a Seattle team that's, you know, Pittsburgh's going to game plan for Geno Smith, and there is tape on him. He has started in the NFL before, so we know what he can and can't do. Chris Carson's out also. I don't think that helps Seattle's case, and certainly not, you know, a backup quarterback when your starting running back's not in. Um, this is going to be a, you know, a comparable defense, you know, Rams to, to Pittsburgh. Um, but I think Pittsburgh overall is better in the secondary. So, you know, you need to contain, you still need to contain Lockett and Metcalf. Um, but more so like this is a this is a scenario for for Pittsburgh's offense and Big Ben that, you know, they can throw up whatever they need to right? that Pittsburgh's offense is based off of are they going to hit these 40 yard bombs down down the field, you know, to Johnson and to Claypool. Um, and I, this is a secondary that you absolutely can attack. Um, I think Pittsburgh's going to do a really good job. Najee Harris ran really well for the first time. I think it was the first time Pittsburgh had a hundred yard rushing in like 22 games or something um, with Harris. So he got, you know, he was running really well, um, you know, against a good, again, again, against a good defensive team. So uh, in a primetime game, you know, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to lay the five with Pittsburgh in this one. Joe, you've been the most anti-Pittsburgh guy on this pod. For the sake of debate, make the case for the fighting Geno Smiths. Geno, go on the road, Sunday night football, pull his you-know-what out, and keep this close. I think he definitely can. I mean, how much better is Big Ben than Geno? I'd like to make the argument that they're – it's not that – it's a lot fucking closer than you think it is joe didn't and you watch the game last week the steelers are back ben's back <laughs> right yeah ben still <laughs> I, not, yeah, I didn't shit. even try to make that argument that that's yeah. the, i did not go that far I want to no you, that out. You, to yeah. be fair you did not but i think a lot of people will <laughs> see that result and be like okay the steelers maybe aren't as bad as you know everyone had buried them but go ahead joe continue and seattle's 100 the sharper side i mean the 20 differentials towards seattle only 36% of the bets, but 60% of the money is on Seattle. So catching five and a half, I, I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. I think both offenses are going to struggle. I think my, my final score prediction would be Steelers 20, Seattle 17. So I think they cover that spread. That's a, you know, I just think it's a low, going to be a low scoring affair, five and a half points. Fuck it. Give me, give me the dirt bag Seahawks. 
going yeah. to Green or going to fucking Pittsburgh. It'll be we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it's one. It'll be interesting that the the Steelers' offense definitely got up off the mat last week against a defense that people thought was pretty good in Denver. So uh, Seattle's defense has a lot of questions. So we'll just see, you know, what Pittsburgh's offense looks like. I think I think Joe's right. I think Gino will be be able to do a little bit. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens now in prime time. Chris, how's Den going to bet that one? Is he just going to see Geno Smith and say, oh, Steelers, I'll take them? Yeah, that's a good one. I know he for sure probably – I mean, this line wouldn't be this with the – he loves to bet Russell Wilson, but now that he's out, it would be funny. I was thinking, what if he doesn't even know? Sometimes you know he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he might not know. Yeah. Dude, there's, if he knows, there's no fucking way he's, he's firing Seahawks. Right. Right. He'll be on. And like you said, Matt, we always know what we saw. Last, he might have seen them just kind of play really well against Denver that first half. And he says, home field, got to win by less than they can win by six or seven, and I cover. It'll be very interesting. Um, it's a low total, too. I could see him maybe thinking he could get free money on the over. So hopefully Joe's right. Keep it low. Kmart, let's throw it to you for, for one last one. You and I, we were the one, three, and one, so we're bringing up the rear last week. So we've talked about a lot of games Give us something on one we haven't discussed yet. Yeah, well, first off, after all that kind of back and forth, I'd, I'd probably side with Neil with the Steelers on that one. I mean, I, I want to go square on something, and I'm kind of leaning between the Steelers and Bills. But um, and how, do you fight about, the, how do you fight the, squ- the square faves in primetime this season? <laughs> I know, it's true. It's true, but like I mean, to go to go back with the Steelers to me, like to keep it quick, it's more of a it's more of a Steelers defense versus Geno Smith than it is on any other thing is what I'm kind of thinking of betting on. But uh, I like the Panthers plus one. I think there's an overreaction to CMC being out. Um, Chuba, he's been fine. Panthers let one get away last week. Going back home. Uh, I like their defense to resurge, get that win. Uh, we get plus one in the contest. Line's going up to plus two and a half. I might be a, a dumbass and just keep throwing money if they keep giving me more points on that thing because I'll just keep taking uh, Panthers' money line in that one. I just, I, I'm just not a big fan of the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is probably playing the best he's ever had in his career, and I, I just don't understand how they only scored 17 last week. It's just defensively they're not quite all there and i think the panthers are going to be able to move on them get a couple more stops and i just need them to win i got nothing on that was like the first game i eliminated this week i was like i've lost two weeks in a row on the vikings i got fucked last week by the panthers but i want nothing to do with either one of those teams i have absolutely no idea that was a stinky line for sure that's probably why I love it. That's, I mean, that's the same reason why I like the Browns to begin with, is just go right back to a team that just bent you over and a team that just oh. you know, made you also get bent over. It's like you say, Maddie, learn to jump on and off at the right times. That's got to be some of the plays. Well, well, I, don't I don't like going against you, Kmart, but I think we might have to. One game that we should talk about here at the end, we should talk about Cowboys-Patriots. Dallas is the only team in the NFL 
undefeated against the spread. Chris, when the Cowboys are 5-0 and against the spread, that's not good for the books. The Cowboys are always going to be one of the most heavily bet public sides. Dennis has been absolutely crushing us, cashing on the Cowboys, cashing on Cowboys overs. Make the case that this is, this is when the public will finally lose this week on those fucking Cowboys. I'm hoping, man, because I think we're going to have to put it and we're going to try to zig when everyone else is zagging. All I can think of is um, Bill B. I know it was with, you know, Tom Brady when he was covering all those dogs. He's really good as a dog. I mean, he already covered this year um, as a dog when, he, when the high-flying bucks came to town. Um, they almost beat him outright. So this line smells like shit. Why is it only three and a half? I even see it moving towards three when all the – all the public is all over the Cowboys. Why is the line coming down? It's just that easy, right? Just fire the Cowboys minus three. They just beat the Cowboys by, I mean, the Giants by 50. They can beat the lowly Pats, right? The Pats barely beat the Texans. How are they going to beat the Cowboys? So uh, go Bill B. I think, I hope Mac Jones pulls his you-know-what out. All right, that's our week six NFL preview. Before we get out of here for the day, we have to touch on that epic series between the Dodgers and Giants, the NLDS. Joe, I think you put it really well on Twitter this morning. Yeah, the check swing call was bullshit. That's a really shitty way to end a really good series. Maybe Flores was like, oh, for a million against Scherzer in his career. He probably is going to get out anyway. But Giants just didn't score enough runs. You got to tip your cap to the Dodgers. They got a couple big hits when they needed it, and their pitching was better. So, I mean, epic series. I think the big story here is that you wish the series could have gone seven games. It was that good. As a baseball fan, it just uh, was so fun to watch. As a, as a baseball fan, baseball's got to look into this wild card shit. They got to look into this reseeding. Dodgers-Giants, that, that was supposed to be an NLCS game. Like, yeah. The, I mean, we were. It was a great five-game series, but as a baseball fan, we were robbed of greatness. Like honestly, um, so I think they got to take a look at it. I mean, I was talking with a big Dodger fan, and he he was kind. He kind of went against me today, which I was kind of surprised about because I don't know. I thought as a baseball fan, he'd agree, but he's very old school, so he likes that type of stuff. But I don't know, man. Like I, I it was great. Neil said exactly to me last night, essentially what Joe said on Twitter. It was kind of funny uh, verbatim. So it was, that was kind of weird, but yeah, I'll stop rambling. Great series. I just feel like they got them. They got to look into reseeding or just doing something to clean that up. Well, good thing. Major league baseball has such a great, a great track record of uh, fixing some of the issues in their game. I, I wouldn't get your hopes up. Yeah, we they pivot real quick, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Like, and I, I don't. I'll get my. I think one thing to sort of piggyback a little more of what Kyle like. I think it's also just ridiculous that a Dodger team now has has moved on to the to the championship series. We've won twenty more games than Atlanta, but now we have to go to Atlanta. Like, only oh, right. That's we my the point with the reseeding. Like, it's it's nonsense. No, yeah. How do we, as a, as the Dodgers, go to Atlanta? And we would have gone to Milwaukee like this. Just that that part doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, I, I think to be back to wrap up the series from my point of view, like the Dodgers did everything well, but the MVP of the series is sitting in the 
in the Giants dugout. That Webb kid was phenomenal. Um, the two games he had he certainly should have been the MVP of the series. Um, but again, right. And Kyle and I were texting because I didn't want to put it in our in our group text because, again, for Giants fans, you probably deserve to be a little pissed on how the end. I, I get it. Um, I don't want to rub any salt in the wounds in that regards. But at the end of the day, like you you can't score 10 runs in a five game series. Um, your bullpen, which had anchored you for the Giants, was actually pretty bad. I think they ended with like an ERA in the fives. Um, you know, Webb just did a did a great job. And these are two teams, you know, you knew it was going to be close. You know, anyone, anyone who thought that this game wasn't going to go five and wasn't going to come down to, you know, a ninth inning something. I mean, it's every, it lived up to everything that it was supposed to. Um, but at the same time, glad we're moving on. There you go. Great series. Uh, hopefully a great NFL weekend to look forward to. We have another London game. We didn't really touch on that. I have no interest. We'll see if Den fires another, fucking london game he went 0 and 5 last time so we'll see what happens with that all right <laughs> let's go london jaguars yeah <laughs> all right so for all the dads we'll get out of here chris just remind everybody heading into the weekend what happens when you sometimes bet on scum you might get a disgusting ass hey, result you. yeah 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 is fade you